Hello, ho, ho, ho there. And welcome to Cracker Classics. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, folks. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's a federal holiday for the rest of you. (laughs) But we're still bringing you a podcast episode today. Merry Christmas. Yep. This is, of course, the weekly podcast where we take a classic movie, watch it, try to maybe glean something relevant from it, and uh, hopefully don't regret our choices. I don't think we will this week. We might. I don't remember. It's been a long time since I've seen this. Very long time. (laughs) Yeah, since it's Christmas, we figured we'd uh, ruin your Christmas a little bit and watch It's a Wonderful Life. Which is really only a classic because the copyright lapsed. Well, that's not what I read. Well, I, it, they, it lapsed. One word, like lapsed. Uh, yeah, but whether it was an error or just because they didn't care because it failed so bad. That's we're not sure on that. Yeah, but I read there was a clerical error in renewing the copyright. Ah, and that may have been due to negligence, because or just it flopped typo. so hard when it came out. <laughs> Nobody liked it. Mixed reviews. Some people liked it. Not enough to... It would not have had a (laughs) 95% Rotten Tomato score when it came out. No, definitely not. (laughs) And and I don't know if I will give it a similar rating. I don't know. Apparently there's drug use? According to uh, the uh, premise of the... Yeah, the rating thing yeah. on Amazon. It's not rated, but there's drug use. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't know. It, it's been over probably 20 years since I've seen this. Well, some of those cigars are blunts. You know it. <laughs> <laughs> Lionel Barrymore smoking a blunt. All right. Maybe. Um, I don't probably know. Probably not. Is there some weird angel drug that Gideon gets on? Angel or... dust. Hmm. That's what all the snow is. (laughs) Angel dust. No, the snow is asbestos. Well, maybe. I did read that this movie got a special Oscar for its uh, new use of making snow fall on a movie set. However, they made the snow effect was apparently a new innovative thing at the time. And it wasn't asbestos because asbestos was what they used in uh, Wizard of Oz. That's right. Here, everybody, cancer. (laughs) Have cancer, beautiful cancer. (laughs) But that's a different movie. Yes. I haven't done that one yet. What do you remember from this? Uh, Every time a bell rings, an angel gets its wings. Yeah, there's there's that. Suicide. Mm Mm-hmm. That's about it. What the world is like. uh, Capitalism is evil. Yeah, there's that trope, which I'm cool with. Yeah. We have kind of a Scroogey. And old men are dicks. Dude. Not all men. They kind of make Jimmy Hashtag? Stewart to be <laughs> not a dick. <laughs> despite some dickish moments, if I remember. Uh, I think so. Isn't he like a grade A workaholic that neglects his kids and shit? I think it comes to that, and that's what was one of those factors that kind of leads him to think suicide, mm. I think. Well, and like the business started to fail or something. Let's find out why remember. Jimmy Stewart tried to kill himself. Um. <laughs> <laughs> why an old angel tried to save him? Wasn't an old. But only angel. because there was something in it for him. Wasn't it a young angel? Like he's... he hadn't gotten his wings yet. That uh... yeah, but I he, mean, he comes. But he's played by an old guy. Well, yeah. 
He doesn't look young. Maybe he's young for an age, I suppose. Yeah, probably. Uh, I don't know. I do remember there's like a whole flashback thing of his life. So yep. we, we've learned about George Bailey, the man. And why life would be worse if he didn't exist. Mm-hmm. Which has been parodied so many times. Oh, yes. So many wonderful times. <laughs> so many terrible times. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, shall we get started? I think we shall. Alrighty. We will be back for intermission impressions in just a wonderful tech. Yay. Well, <laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> well, we're an hour into it. No sign of Christmas yet. No, no, the early twentieth century. <laughs> <laughs> there's oh. minor nostalgia. Oh, oh, there's yeah. nostalgia, and then there's then there's other things. There's things. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, and I do have to make a correction. I called the angel Gideon. In the in the intro, it's Clarence. It's Clarence, I forgot. I want to live again. Oh God! <laughs> you want the moon? I'll lasso it down for you. <laughs> uh, that drawing was fantastic, though. Yeah, they don't really explain that. It makes you think like Mary wanted to be an artist or something. Yeah, she has that skill. Yeah, but they don't really. No, no nothing else. Uh, Not much. We is... we don't even know if she drew it or if she had it drawn oh, that's or true. Yeah. like what was. But God, George is dense there. Oh, yeah. So no. so dense. That's from um little being a little self centered. Well, yeah. You know, this whole but... time he's been trying to accomplish his dreams, and life gets in the way, as it does. It's a little weird, though, where we hear all about George's dreams and what he wants to do, but we don't really hear about Mary and her dreams. I mean, it's sort of assumed, insinuated that she wanted to, her dreams were to just be married and have the house and the picket fence and blah, blah, blah. Well, no, because the house is mentioned as her dream on that first night they're together. She always wanted that house. So there's that. And then she wished mm-hmm. to have the house with George. I know, because that's so, awfully convenient. Well, yeah, yeah but... <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That's just the thing I've noticed where she just seems to uh, fall in line. Yeah. As many female characters do during this uh, time of Hollywood. You just go along with the man. I'm trying to remember, was the... Joseph was one of the galaxies. Was the other galaxy mentioned as God or? Uh, I was or assumed that, kind of, that it yeah. was God. I mean, because they're kind of dicks to Clarence. <laughs> well, yes, we, we, <laughs> we do kind of see an angel hierarchy in this. Oh, very much you know. so. Well, I don't they're, have they're my wings. Very People are beginning to talk. They they'd say he has the IQ of a rabbit. Mm-hmm. He's simple. And, yeah, these galaxies. Oh, are and you judgy. don't have your wings yet. I'm sorry. Let me help you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, but God. hey, at least there's a Futurama connection here. Well, God uh, is a galaxy. Yes. Yeah. Though uh, Futurama's God was a bit more uh, godlike. Yep. Less you do uh, things right. Less dickish. People won't know you've done anything at all. Mm-hmm. There's the whole uh, child labor thing. Oh, yeah, and his friend's saying, go to work, slave. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. He's 12. Yeah. There's, but that's... again, early 1900s. As I said, it's the early 1900s. Yeah, I mean, I get that around that time, kids around that age were kind of having jobs. Yep. But I didn't really think... And getting beaten by their bosses, hooray, child abuse. Well, there, there's levels to that. It wasn't just yeah, straight up child abuse. But... I mean, it was... Because he but, was freaking bleeding out his ears. Like, that's, that's child abuse. It is child abuse. But it wasn't It was a full-on, for no damn reason. No, and it of, was partly because he was drunk and sad about his son and, dying. Yeah, and distraught and, and but, not understanding what George was doing. Oh, God. You know? I'm not trying to defend it, but there was, there was reasons why There's that was There's reasons for a lot of terrible things. Doesn't make him okay. Doesn't mean we have to justify him. I'll Does shut up. Does not make it okay. <laughs> <laughs> there is young George's goal, though, of having a harem and three or four wives. Yep. Yep. That's yeah. which kind of surprises me as to why he didn't end up with Violet. Yeah, she, she sure seems wants like to the... be in the harem. Exactly. But there's also everyone. Everyone wants Violet to be in their harem, well, and, and she's willing to to be in those harems. Rich but man. what's wrong with that? Oh, nothing. As she says herself. Yep. What is wrong with that? You like every boy. Yeah, and what's wrong with that? Mm. Not a damn thing. Not a damn thing. Mildly empowering thing there. Yeah. 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 And his younger brother was sexually harassing the, sat, the, the, the house lady who of course was black annie yep yeah slaps her ass slaps her in the going into the kitchen there and uh well we don't actually see him slap her ass but i don't know where else he could have been slapping with that angle mm-hmm. <laughs> that yep. was a low swoop of the hand yep. yeah and yeah. he was definitely talking about doing dirty nasty things to her mm-hmm. at least as far as the early 20th century could on camera yeah um, yeah it was very, uh... <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. She adds a strange dynamic. <laughs> yep. Like, I kind of like her, but she's a bit stereotyped. Yep. And the way that they treat her is sort of not right, but then they also, like, consider her part of the family. Yeah. It's weird. Well, I mean, that's, that's kind of how they did, you know? Yeah. Your house servant was a part of your family. But there was still that division of, you're the help. Yeah. 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 It's, um... And I'd totally forgotten that this was the movie where the, the floor opens up and they all fall into the pool. <laughs> yeah, I remember that part. And I'd also forgotten that this is where we got that lovely gif of uh, the record being smashed. It was... The song was Buffalo Gals. Buffalo Gals. I'd forgotten yeah. the song. Well, that's because you've seen it so many times with so many different songs. That's true. That's been spoofed <laughs> a lot. No, that clip in particular with people putting other songs over it. You're right. Like, it just... Yeah. <laughs> she wasn't smashing it because the song was terrible. She was smashing it because George is oblivious. Just think of all the hipsters <laughs> that would cringe at that scene these days. Yeah. Breaking vinyl. That's not vinyl. That's friggin' um. That's a phonograph. Yeah, record. yeah. It was before vinyl. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I am loving it though. God, this movie is great. It actually, yeah. I was worried it wasn't. 
<laughs> yeah. <I've, laughs> Not having seen it in however long I have. I, I wondered the same thing. I Yeah. But it's actually, it's quite endearing. Very. And I, there, there's some, cr- definitely some cringe. Yeah. There's definitely some cringe, but it's mostly quite lovely. It's mostly good. And it's, you know, shows a good natured things and kind of has a good message. Yep. Fuck capitalism. Pretty much. Fuck Well, they're not quite going that far because capitalism still has to be a thing for the buildings and loan to exist. Yeah. But it's more of being anti-benevolent uh, towards rich people. Yep. That didn't come out well, quite no. right. Be, um, it's, it's anti-heartless um, capitalism. Yeah. Uh, the Anti-monopoly. Pursu- the pursuit of money... At the expense of everything else. Yes. The well-being of others. Exactly. Yeah. Which They're joy... not my children. Yeah. You yeah. don't have children because nobody loves you. <laughs> including yourself. But he loves his piles of money well, that he can never spend. Can, but money can never respect you. He keeps trying. Well, <laughs> never will. Well, he needs some self-respect. He doesn't know that. That's why he keeps trying to get more money. I remember he never does learn that either. I I don't remember the end of this. I quite remember I I know Georgia decides to live, and I know Clarence gets his wings. Yeah, things are all hunky-dory, but exactly Because the bell rings, and that's how we know. But what happens with Potter, I don't quite remember. Uh, Nope. No, No recollection. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, Can we... uh, Discuss uh, Mary being naked in the hydrangea bushes. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> we should probably discuss that. Yeah, that that was one of the really cringy that was scenes. A bit of, <laughs> yeah, like I, I I get having a bit of fun with it, but you took it a little that far, a, yeah. a lot far. Should I sell tickets? <laughs> Uh, the, police the police would be on my yes. side. Yeah, that. Oh, that was <laughs> that was bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's not wrong, especially at the time. Yeah, but that doesn't make it okay. <laughs> yeah. I, oh, though the cop in this movie is quite a uh, tame cop andy griffith style very yeah yeah he's helping put up the posters in the house for the honeymoon yeah yep but we all know small town cops have that other side when things get different air quotes yeah i'm watching fargo right now Um... (laughs) i was just thinking in the heat of the night oh that too yeah i'd say this is better than in the heat of the night leagues better yeah there's at least more to there's glean the, from it it's not that's not hard to be better yeah than... it's not really a comparison we can make here there's different no. different intentions with each movie oh yeah this is very much in that post-world war Two. let's try to cope with what we've just gone through with some yep happy-go-lucky stories look on life yeah you know let, let's try to tell a depression story that works where people didn't all get horribly fucked by the economy. Though in this movie, they kind of gloss over the depression. And they have the run on the bank. 
but that wasn't i don't know if that was depression related or just potter doing his dirty deal because he took over the bank and then suddenly true. closed the bank and yeah it was, yeah it was just like that panic for a week when the bank was closed yeah that, and might that be wasn't it. the complete collapse like with the depression well let's see was george they said early george was 12 in 1919 mm-hmm. or he was born in 1919. He was 12 in 1919. Okay. So if Harry he's in his mid-20s, yeah, this is definitely Depression era. Yeah, because it was 1928 at that party with the right with the pool. And that right. was Harry's graduation, the little brother. Yep, yep. And we're now... And it's at least four years later because yep. he went to college and then came back with his yeah, wife. Yeah, so we are smack dab in the middle of the So depression. yeah, it's like... yeah. FDR might be president, starting to fix stuff. Yeah, you know, it sort of. Well, he should be because he was elected in thirty-two, right? Yeah. So yeah, it sort of fits, but it's not. Yeah, we are smack dab in the middle of the depression. Though you get the feeling that Bedford Falls is just in a perpetual depression because of Mister Potter. Well, (laughs) they keep saying slums that all of his houses are slums, and like he's. He is solely responsible for the misery of the town. Yeah, which, which I believe. And absolutely, it's totally possible that that's what's going on. Yep. And this is why we need to eat the rich. And at least put their heads on pikes along Wall Street. Ooh. So cautious reminder. Of course, we're speaking hypothetically here. These are not actual threats. Oh, oh, should not be construed as actual oh, threats. Absolutely, we yeah. we would never consciously advocate bodily harm of anybody, even if they are complete assholes. Even if their souls had been sold, <laughs> do the highest better. Disclaimer: What was that quote? Anyway. <laughs> oh yeah, he is sick in his soul if he has one. Yeah, Mister Potter. <laughs> yeah. So I'm wondering if there's some symbolism behind Uncle Billy's raven, though. What, death or... Something. There's gotta be. Maybe. It is kind of weird that there's just a bird. Yeah. Hanging out in there. No, that was a horribly awkward segue, I realize. But uh... <laughs> but it's a question to raise, because I don't get the raven. Yeah, yeah. Like, what is it? It's Did clearly people... not Clarence. It's got wings. I mean... <laughs> I don't know. Uh, did people just keep ravens as pets back then, or Maybe, I don't know? Yeah. Like it, pet pet owning was a little different up until well, that's quite recently. True, yeah. You know, especially in small towns when people had farms and yeah. You know. But I, I don't. I haven't read or seen too much about ravens being pets. Maybe there's some financial omen meaning. Maybe. Raven is good luck for your interest or something. I don't know. I don't know. Voodoo economics. No, this is well before Reagan. So it was a different kind <laughs> of voodoo. Now who's being racist? Ah! Yeah. <laughs> All right. Shall we get back to it? Yeah, let's finish this. Let's finally get to what makes this a Christmas movie. Yeah, we have seen no Christmas. Yeah, yet. I forgot how long the setup and going. Through I forgot like, how long this movie, movie is. <laughs> like, I hadn't, didn't know they made two-hour movies back then. I thought they were all like hour and a half or like three hours. Like, mm. it just—I mean, because there were the ones you wanted to make sure people got their nickel, and then there were the other ones. Mm-hmm. And 
I don't know. I just it never felt like a two hour movie to me. Not really. Anyway, but I, I think <laughs> I've only ever watched it on TV with. Oh you know, god, that's true. And yeah, and edited and for TV. I'm, yeah. I'm sure they cut some of it out because some of this is. I mean, like I, a lot of it's familiar, but some of it is really not. I haven't. So I don't know how much they, anything that's they not ch- might chop really. it down. Anyway, we'll be back. Deus Ex Machina. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> well, that was kind of the whole point. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. <laughs> That's how the story gets resolved. Mm-hmm. Intentional. Very classic. But it was set up from the trope. beginning. But it was set up from the beginning. Yeah, it wasn't I mean, like yeah. a random, oh my god, the gods just showed up and everything's fine. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, that is what happened, though. It we is, did, but it was... We just knew their intentional it was, and it, Yeah, it was telegraphed from the beginning. <laughs> yeah. it, wasn't, it wasn't just out of left field. Yeah. Or out of Potter's field. The universe oh. is here to save the day. <laughs> yeah, it's a damn good movie. Yeah, it's really can't say anything too bad about this movie. No. It's it is a classic for a reason, and there's yeah. a lot of more, good more things than just to it. Uh, <laughs> the lack of copyright. Yeah. One could almost say that uh, that was divine intervention. Copyright Mm. lapsed, allowing the movie to become the classic it always should have been. This is in the days before Sonny Bono became very much like Mr. Potter when it came to copyright. (laughs) But that's a different story. Yep. Yeah. I forgot exactly how evil mr potter was because right? i forgot the whole what happened to the money yeah i there, there's i had until until like as soon as as soon as he's like waving the paper around <laughs> and he has the money in his hand i'm like oh shit that's right yeah there's a double-edged sword there because yeah. hubris made uncle billy lose the money because if he didn't you know rub the paper in potter's face he wouldn't have. Well, he was excited. He wasn't but like. There was a to... little hubris of rubbing in the face of. Oh, look what a Bailey did. Oh, look what a... okay, hey, that's look at true. This. That's true. You know, there was that, and then of course Potter, just being the awful man that he was, said, "Hey, look, it's their money. Well, it's mine now. Yep. Let me make a couple phone calls and tell some lies to uh, government officials and not get in trouble <laughs> for it." We don't know. He didn't get in trouble. We don't True, we don't see because, anything after Christmas because in the end we, we nothing was resolved where Potter was concerned. Yeah, no, we no, wondered no. about that, and it's we, exactly yeah how it's, we thought it it's just nothing. wide open. There's yeah. no the last we hear from him is oh you'll be in jail. Yep, but then at the end it's kind of comical. There's these bank guys yeah. just standing in the house. But everyone's happy and celebrating around him yeah, and just yeah. not even paying attention to this guy with an arrest warrant. It's, yeah, and then he just tears nice. it up because that makes sense. It's the spirit of Christmas. I guess. In the days of all well, in, in the end, he had the money. It was kind of made that warrant null and void. I mean, they could have gone through the whole yeah. process of it, but that's not good movies. No. That would have made for a boring ending. Tearing up the warrant was a little... Like, I get it's the spirit, and it moved him, but it's still, like, (laughs) The legality of what he did, tearing up the warrant. You're right. (laughs) Very questionable. There's a lot of 
sort of good natured and bad natured people thing going through it. Like yes, you know, in the the bar when the teacher's husband punches George and gets kicked yeah. out, he says, "No, I still want to pay for my drink." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was interesting. Yeah, that was interesting enough to write it down. Yep. Yeah. And then just all of Pottersville. There's this yeah. strange economic message of if you let unchecked capitalism run amok, there will really be, happen in downtown. There will be strip clubs <laughs> in your quaint downtown and bars on every corner and yeah, because yeah. somehow everyone will be able to afford to go to the bars and the strip clubs and the gambling joints. That's and... all that they can afford to do is do the things that give them a little respite from their awful lives. Uh, That's sort of that well, trope they're uh... kind of trying to make there is everyone's broke and just has to work and scrape by. But, the... but in order to help them get by, know. they All those drink. places were really and nice, they though. They weren't like dive bars or anything. They were oh, really yeah. swanky joints. Yeah. Like... But it was also the 40s. Yeah, People but... looked swanky. Uh... I don't know. I saw that message, though. I could see that. You know, the... Yeah. Pottersville yeah. is sort of... The actual reality we are in, if you think about it. A little bit, yeah. yeah. We, we live in that alternate George Bailey was never born universe. Damn it, George Bailey. You know. Come back. We, we want you, you to live again. We want you to live again. We need <laughs> you. And Zuzu's petals. Zuzu's petals. Oh. <laughs> uh. uh. I did, I did appreciate that they're, they're, they had a diverse community when everyone shows up at Somewhat, the end. Yeah. I mean, like, more so than one would expect from a movie in the 40s. True. Like, you had more than 50s, just Annie. When did it come out? 46. It was right oh, after yeah, the Oh, yeah, then, yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, you had Annie, but there, but she wasn't the only black person in the exactly, crowd. Exactly, yeah. Like, it there were a, a couple token. few more, mm-hmm. like... Didn't have any lines, but they're no. in the group and they gave money and yeah, they did. They they were part of the community. Exactly yeah. noted and appreciated. Mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> I thought for sure this was a wholly whitewashed movie. Yeah, yeah, nothing but white people in this movie. Yeah, I don't remember that. But yeah. that was refreshing. That was it was nice. very nice. Yeah. yeah, it really is just a great movie. It is, and I kind of wanted to dump all over this movie, but I can't. I did. I know. I can't. I, no, it's. It, I thought it for is sure as good this was as not you remember. Like, like, it's not just nostalgia. It really is as good as mm-hmm. you remember. It is good. It's. I, I think this is going to have to become a more regular thing for me watching I this movie around watch the holidays. Watch it every Christmas. Yeah. Like it just. I feel good. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a nice. I, I, I do feel. I, I feel. Warm and fuzzy. It leaves you warm and fuzzy inside, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I get maybe just from this year, we needed that a little more. I guess so. I guess. But but it was nice. It was very nice. Sort of a pleasant surprise. Yep. Not saying there's not things wrong with it, but a lot of the things that are kind of wrong with it are pretty innocuous and just yeah. didn't live up. Yeah. And they weren't like the... horrid like some movies. Yeah. You know. No, it was just the general alcoholism and George Bailey going off on his family because of repressed emotions. Yeah, which felt very real. Yeah. Like, knowing the reasons why he was in that state, yeah. not trying to defend it or justify it, no. but yeah, 
it felt very real as to how when you come home in that state kind of how it would play comes out yeah yeah since you can't say uh (laughs) lost eight thousand dollars and i'm gonna get arrested he could have he could have but But that was he can't no he can't because of reasons i'm the provider Uh, i have to be the man exactly that yeah no mary don't worry about the finance that's my job. <sighs> then what does she do? She calls Uncle Billy. Yep. Says, What's going on? And of course, he tells her. Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah. You feel bad for town. Billy, though. Yeah. You... Uh, not so much, because, you, you know, well, he yeah. would be in an asylum if not for George. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, he didn't mean to lose Oh, well, no, he definitely and, didn't you know, mean he to. Yeah, he's got to feel and, just awful. Yeah. But yeah, he's not in an asylum, so that's good. It's plus. That's yeah. Very good. <laughs> it is a little self-serving of how everyone suffered with him not around. Yeah. Just by proxy the whole town. Was... Well. But looking at that story, it was set yeah, up to be with, that way. It was set up to be that way, and realistically, that would be the situation without a guy like that doing what he did in that town. It's true. I, it didn't feel like overblown for the sake of story or anything. It seemed fairly legitimate yeah. with everything Especially he did. in a small town like that, mm-hmm. the Ripples. Yeah, yeah. The, in a small town like that. Yeah, never yeah. underestimate your impact on the people around you. It's true. I, yeah. <laughs> no Clarence. <laughs> Not Gideon. Not Gabriel. <laughs> Clarence. <laughs> 293 years old or something you said yeah yeah in march takes a long time to earn your wings i guess it's because he has uh the iq of, of a, rabbit. a rabbit yeah he's simple. a simple guy according to god but he had a great idea let the guy see what his life what what would what would it would be like without him yeah, did the trick it was a good idea he earned those wings mm-hmm it's the only reason he helped him, but... Yeah, that, that part kind of bugs me. Of, there's something in it for you if you do this thing. Yeah. Not that, um, you know, I have the urge to do it because this is the right thing to do. And, and I have because to... people are praying for it. I mean, there was... The ask was there. Well, yeah. It's just that begrudging side of Clarence, almost. I, I, I did... I do kind of think it's funny that he was thinking of jumping off the bridge to kill himself, but he jumped off the bridge to save Clarence. Like, how would he have been killing himself? Like, if he tied a rock to his leg first, maybe, but it just didn't make sense. Mm. I guess the frigid water, and if he didn't try to fight for... I mean, if instinct didn't kick in when he hit the water, which I would think it would. Um, Yeah, there's... A questionable thing. It, it just seemed like a really bad suicide plan. Um, In reality, <laughs> it probably would not have become suicide because once yeah. he hit the water, he probably would have regretted that decision, and yeah. he may or may not have survived it trying to save himself after having that realization. Yeah. And the guy in the... Yeah, and the guy in the booth. Yeah, yeah, may or may not have helped. Yeah, yeah that's because 
I don't know if he heard the splash or if he heard Clarence screaming. He he came running when Clarence was yelling help, so he didn't well, hear the splash. At least from how I don't know because he was uh, yeah probably yeah. Anyway, it, it just felt a little like eh. you're I mean, right on that. <laughs> yeah, because uh, I, I I totally forgot that he jumped in to save Clarence. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I totally, like, in my head before getting there, I was like, oh, yeah, he's going to jump off the bridge for suicide reasons and didn't think that it's a short drop into, yeah. <laughs> into deep water. Well, like... <laughs> when you're contemplating suicide, you're a little irrational at the time. You're not thinking about all the details about yeah, but what that... happens after you make the attempt. But that was an easy jump. Like, it was maybe 10 feet to the water, yeah. maybe. it. I don't know. I've been pretty goddamn crazy, but I don't think yeah. I've ever been. Oh, I can jump ten feet and die. Like that just felt a little unrealistic. It's a little poetic, though, and how Clarence explains uh, yeah, yeah, it with yeah. the whole. I saved you by having you save me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you still jumped in, but you jumped in because of a different reason. Yep. You had someone else to help. Yes. And that's kind of been your lot in life: is to jump in and, and help, help people. Yeah. At the expense of yourself. Yep. Because again, he had he wanted to do this thing. He wanted to kill himself, but someone but else he's needed always his put help. aside his desires to help other people. Exactly. Yeah. Even yeah. if it was suicide, he even Which put I the don't... desires of ending his own life aside uh... to help someone else. <laughs> I don't know that I necessarily like that aspect of the message I've... either, though. Well... I've always had a little bit of an issue with putting aside your own desires to help others. There is the whole rampant self-sacrifice in this movie. Yeah. Again, it feels real because it comes with that little bit of bitterness. Yeah. Because there's those times when, you know, George had to make that sacrifice. Yep. And, you know, he got some joy out of it helping the other person, but then we saw little resentment. But it seems like, yeah, it it always, like, every time he was about to do something he really wanted to do and was really excited about, he had to give that up. But that's life. eh. It's a thing. Yeah, but that's bullshit. (laughs) Well, Um, life is kind of bullshit. I'm not going to argue against that. Come on. (laughs) God is a judgmental galaxy. Life is going to be a little bit of bullshit. (laughs) Fair. I mean... That's fair. Probably the part that weirds me out the most about this movie was how judgy those galaxies were. Oh, God, I know. Wow. Uh, you're all above this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Is there any significance to Clarence carrying around Tom Sawyer? Uh, I've forgotten about that. And now I wonder why. Because Tom Sawyer always weaseled his way out of all sorts of shit. True. I don't know. Tom Sawyer was actually a lot more like Potter, though less malicious. Say, yeah. <laughs> He's like a young potter. Yeah, yeah. But he did have friends, so... Well, he had rubes. No, he and Huck were legit friends. Oh, that's true. Probably because Huck didn't take none of his shit. Yeah. Or fall for his silver tongue. That's the main reason, yeah. Yeah. I don't know, it's probably nothing. 
symbolism um, tom sawyer and Christmas there's there's yeah. this has got to be chock full of symbolism like the raven has to mean something yeah i'm sure tom sawyer means something like uh, th- that this specific is... carol yeah that and... she constantly plays on the piano i mean it's frank capra he, that's true. He He's pretty he good doing. with meaning. And he knew stuff. what he was doing. Mm-hmm. Everything in these movies is deliberate. So yes, there is a meaning to it. I just can't figure it yeah, out. Yeah, we don't have the time to figure it out. Yep, not that big a deal. <laughs> but yeah, in the end, I was pleasantly surprised. It does hold up. Yep, you can. It's okay to watch this. A Christmas folk. I'm, I'm kind of curious. We give you permission. <laughs> <laughs> like you need permission from a couple of white guys, right. but uh, anyway. <laughs> this is going up there on the list. Yeah. It plays very well. There's realness to it, despite all the fantasy yeah, yeah. things, like what people in that town are going through and what Potter is subjecting to. That's very real. Mm-hmm. That it is. And, and I guess they did touch... That was the depression in Bedford yeah. Falls. That one day of... Or the bank whole week panic, that the bank yeah. closed. Yeah. yeah. Since they had that discussion afterwards. Oh, during the depression, yep. you and me, George, are the only ones who kept our heads. I'm like, okay, that was the depression? Yeah. They kind of were the only ones who kept their heads, too. And true. I just don't feel like the movie depicted the depression as it really was. Yeah, well, we yeah. didn't have too many scenes, really, in that era. That was just that one day, and that was a... Yeah. This movie wasn't for historical accuracy. Yeah. Though it does a good job of that. Although I was was wondering when... Um, I, I, th- I did think there might be a bit of symbolism with um, Uncle Billy when he went home and had the squirrel. I'm wondering if he was supposed to be like a Francis of Assisi kind of character. Like if there was some, like that's why he had the the raven oh. and the squirrel, uh-huh. and he had all the the taxidermied animals in his house. Mm. I wonder if there was some sort of illusion there, like a gentle soul that the animals are drawn. Yeah, to exactly. I could see that. Yeah, I mean, I liked Uncle Billy. I did too. I don't know if I'd trust him with my finances, nope. but I liked <laughs> Uncle Billy. Yeah, nice man. I liked Uncle Billy. I mean, really, like pretty much all the people in this movie except Potter and his cronies. Yeah. Sam Wainwright's a little annoying, but Yeehaw. it's okay. Uh, yeah, if you're pushing 40 and still putting your annoying. hands up on your head and going, hee-haw, you need to grow up just a little bit. <laughs> I, I don't know, it's his signature, yo. How else would people know him? True, that telegram. Yep. <laughs> you it was him. Uh... Yeah. Uh, yeah. That that actually was my first thought when he 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 lost the eight grand. Like, go see Hee Haw. Yeah. Well, they explain that away. He's, he's yep. in London. Uh, yeah, they call him. He's in I Europe. can't send a telegram. My wife sends a telegram. <laughs> that is one part that's a little. Yeah. Iffy. He immediately runs to his enemy. Yeah. And says. Well, I need a loan. It's uh, the only guy in town that he knows that has eight thousand dollars. True. Like, and he did make that pretty clear. Like, yeah, here. but in the end, the whole town comes together, and he gets like, well, yeah, way more than that. Yeah. So, uh, but he didn't think of that. True. Like, he's in dire circumstances. He's like, who do I know that has eight thousand dollars? Sam Wainwright's in Europe. I can't get a hold of him. Mm. 
And being that self-sacrificing well, guy, not realizing yeah. that he has done all of these great things for the whole town, and he's not gonna. He can't. Yeah, he doesn't call him Think up. about calling in. Calling in the favor. Exactly. Yeah. He didn't see them as favors. No. He just did. Although it he did what every time he handed someone money. Now that's a loan. In the business side of things, you know. What I mean? No, and he, he gave um, what's her name? The Violet. Violet. Yeah, he well, gave her they like were in the, the office. The few, and yeah, but he still said that's a loan. It was off the books. It wasn't a loan. It was she's headed to New York. She needs some cash, but he still said it was a loan. So that kind of. I don't know if that was intended as foreshadowing that he's going to get paid back on all these quote loans. Maybe, but yeah, I didn't think of that. Something to ponder. Yeah, I don't know. Again, it's Frank Capra, so probably. We can keep pondering. <laughs> Still was, pondering. It happened yeah. one night. Ugh, yeah. Did it happen all in one no, night? No. No. This did, however, did happen over a whole life. Yes. So that does fit. Not a whole life. We met him at 12. Okay, fine. Fair enough. <laughs> Suggesting it wasn't wonderful until he reached the age of 12. Yes. Okay. <laughs> no, it clearly was because he loved life and cared enough to save his brother from the... It's not a wonderful life until you've lost hearing in one ear. <laughs> Uh, no, it's a defining moment in his character. That's what, yeah. That's, that's what all those highlights, yeah. the first yeah. half of this movie is. is self-sacrificing. This is his character. Which, again, I don't know. Like, I appreciate self-sacrifice, but it still bugs me that sacrifice has to be made. But that's for a completely different podcast. Sacrifice <laughs> is only a concept to those who are materialistic. Yeah. You know, why does it have to be viewed as a, I have a thing and I must give it up to you because you need it more. It's just a possession. Well, it's not to thing. you. It's it's the whole idea of like... Make a page out of Santa's you, book. You only matter in what you give up, kind of. But like I said, this is getting in a philosophical circle. Yeah, this is not I, quite the podcast. For I'm that. just gonna say, take a page out of Santa's book and give. Well, yeah. I what does Santa I mean, I'm, get I'm, in return I'm, I'm, for all this giving, aside from worldwide recognition, fame, fame? Cookies. I don't know about fortune though. I mean, where's the return? A ton of cookies. In my experience, he puts the cookies back in the tin in the cupboard. <laughs> That's how I learned there wasn't a Santa. Made cookies specifically for Santa, and after Christmas, you find them back in the tin. <laughs> my parents You're trying didn't. to fool your kids, parents eat the damn cookies. Mine did. They they, they got that right. I figured it out when uh, I realized that Santa had the same handwriting as my mom. Yeah, see, there you go. <laughs> we never got notes from Santa. That never happened. It was just the toys. And the vanishing of cookies. Well, well it was later. the little things, you know, to Josh from Santa. And it looked suspiciously like to Josh from Mom. Nah, yeah. <laughs> See, I'd be suspicious of that myself. Who? What? Why would Santa have the time to well, write well, every child a love. note? It was love. Love Santa? Santa, Santa loved me. Mom loved me. Oh. You know. Yeah. Santa love, eh? Ooh. Ooh. 
Again, that's an entirely different podcast. (laughs) (laughs) One of these days, we'll branch out. But for now, we're good. For now, we... (laughs) I think we picked a great movie to round out the horrid year. This is our last episode of 2020. Yes, thank you everyone for listening. So, yeah, um, we almost made it. We're almost there. We're almost there. In the home stretch. Because it'll totally just do a 180 on New Year's Eve at midnight. No, well. Shut up. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> all right. We love you all. We will see you next year. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. Enjoy the holidays, however you're planning to celebrate or not celebrate. Yes. Be good. Find some joy. Maybe watch this movie, because it actually brought a little joy. It did. I wasn't expecting. It was very nice. Bye. Bye.